Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Godwin Chen. Godwin has been a Richmond Hill Ward Councillor for 16 years, and as of the 2022 fall municipal election, is now the Deputy Mayor and Regional Councillor. He has had a lot of community involvement and has served on many, many committees. Uh, he has a law degree and a master's in public administration. Welcome, Godwin. Hello, Marge, and uh, everybody who may be listening. Okay, no, thank you. It's a, Godwin, there's a long list of things uh, we could have talked about. I probably will ask you back for another podcast, but this time we're going to focus on talking about age-friendly community initiative. But before I start, I really want to ask you um, to give us a quick update on the subway coming to Richmond Hill. I know you've been involved for a very long time. So just, yeah, can you give us a quick recap of what's been happening and where we're at now? Right. Uh, Thank you. Um, Yeah, it has been a long history. Um, I still recall uh, back in 2007 when I was standing in the back uh, of a, a TTC bus depot and a former, former Ontario Premier Alliance Move Ontario 2020. That's 2007. Mm-hmm. And at which that young North Subway Extensions wonder project. So it's long time coming. And um, in terms of chronologically, uh, if I would just share with you um, that uh, the provincial government uh, first agreed to commit to the funding of this. Uh, in April uh, 2019, and then the federal government also committed their funding share in 2021. So once the, the funding from the two levels of government are there, it gets the ball rolling. In fact, we in York region are already starting collecting levy uh, at 1%. Uh, this is one of the uh, situation of funding as well. And uh, the whole uh, thing was announced by uh, gained by Ontario government that uh, they were talking about that uh, four particular uh, subway lines, uh, including this one, um, and the most optimistic time when actually it would be open could be uh, late 2030 or early 21. Now, having said that, any public projects would uh, subject to many uh, kind of uh, factors They might be known at the time of announcement or not known. At this point in time, the good news is that um, there's some kind of upgrade work uh, has uh, begun or will be begin soon if you have not already done so, uh, because the contract for uh, having a contractor to upgrade some of the things at uh, Finch Station, where the eight kilometers would be coming up uh, to stop at five stations uh, north of Finch, uh, one is on the uh, Steels, uh, one is on Clark, the other one is Wall Orchard, and then there's a bridge 
and also now is called high tech. Um, so the last two is basically north south of uh, 407. And in preparation for that, um, of course, there are many things that have to be prepared. Uh, so that's why uh, initially before actually any seeing groundbreaking, have to upgrade what's uh, the finch station uh, in terms of electrical work, in terms of tracks and so on. So that's where we are at. And um, the um, interest would be getting a contractor that uh, would be uh, starting with something visible and some of us are really eager to see is that doing the tunnel, really breaking grounds is, you know, machine coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, some people consider, including myself, that's a construction because yeah. that really you're breaking ground. So yeah. it could be, uh, it could be uh, at this point in time, it looks like could be uh, probably looking into 2024. Uh, now, one of the challenge at this point in time that is to talking about whether, in fact, the $5.6 billion that was estimated to in 2017, uh, fasting forward that many years, what are we looking at? Mm -hmm. And it has implications, obviously, because the former model in terms of uh, particular York regional share is based on that. Uh, so that's something we uh, really in the York region, uh, because I'm also a member of the York Regional Council, uh, we have to watch very carefully. Uh, in fact, even the stations has been um, some discussion. Uh, Thornhill community has some reaction to uh, Warren Orchard because uh, uh, the subway line as proposed would go through some homes uh, underground. As well, um, the initial proposal is actually six stations, which including Cumber in between Finch and Steels which is not in the funding um, arrangement at this point in time. But all I can say is at this point in time, as I know it, um, the steel station would be also a quite a center point in terms of just at the boundary between uh, city of Toronto and York region. And uh, I think there'll be interesting developments in the uh, days to come or months to come. And talking mm -hmm. of developments, I will end it by saying at the two upper uh, stations at the end, both high tech as well as the bridge, uh, I would say that the Ponds Ontario has actually issued a, what they call enhanced minister swinging order, which means um, Metrolinks and Infrastructure Ontario, which are provincial agencies, would basically take over. Uh, not the city of Markham, nor the city of Richmond Hill will be doing any particular songing or planning for that matter. Uh, just a recap, uh, before anything might change, uh, it, it, it is planned, or when it was announced, there'll be about 34 buildings on the bridge station, and could be uh, the stories could be as high as 80, and the same as in uh, high tech, uh, about 33 buildings, and again, uh, it could be go anywhere from 40 to 80 stories. Now, one of the issues that we have in Richmond Hill, I understand Markham as well, is uh, not just focusing on residential. Although the idea is that in the planning world, we're all talking about 15 minute complete communities, which meaning uh, most of the day-to-day uh, -day things we need should be really obtainable, uh, walkable distance within 15 minutes. But we want to have a, a more potential 
jobs to be created in both these particular stations. Because um, once you have the public transit system, it helps to move people along uh, north-south. Uh, and we're hoping to have more commercial uh, office building type uh, be allowed by the province so that will be local jobs created uh, for people in York region, Markham or Richmond Hill, and also welcoming people from Toronto going northbound. And mm -hmm. it was a good for the economy because at the end of the day, at this point in time, we estimate about uh, a, a good number of people will be using the subway, uh, also have all the environmental benefit cutting down obviously those uh, greenhouse gas emissions uh, because less uh, vehicles, particular buses. Um, so at this point in time, I would say one, uh, the uh, we are looking forward to the award of the uh, contractor to begin the tunnel uh, digging that uh, would be coming in 2024. As I understand it, uh, the procurement minute we uh, uh, getting a contract on board will be uh, this year as well. Um, I think that important part is that really try to um, have a really good handle how much is really in today's dollars because uh, it hinges in uh, all levels of funding, particularly in Richmond Hill and York region. We have to know um, how much share, how much money uh, the region uh, have to uh, be able to uh, support. Right. Okay. Well, I think when that we start building in 2024, we better go down there, take pictures of what it will looks like then, and because it certainly will change uh, by uh, ten years after that. So, yeah. Well, so actually, let's hope we're doing very quickly because mm -hmm. we're only talking about the beginning uh, at Finch Station. I should add, particularly for residents in Richmond Hill in the South End, um, they, uh, the plan is also including. Uh, what they call an administration and a storage area north mm -hmm. of Highway 7. Uh, those trains, they need to park somewhere at nighttime. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so they'll be north of 7 and okay. with the vicinity of Young Highway 7. So uh, there will be additional infrastructure, so mm -hmm. to speak, in Richmond Hill. But the whole idea is to connect with the other modes of transportation, like the existing GO train, yeah. uh, the York River Transit buses, the Weaver Long buses, and also GO buses, and the also 407, uh, what they call interway um, uh, long distance buses. Yeah, so yeah, it will be a very uh, efficient way of getting around soon. So very much uh, looking forward to that. And again, that area of uh, along Highway 70 Young will look a lot different. Especially so, when we get older, and that's our next point that we're going to talk about, is uh, creating age-friendly communities. And uh, so I will acknowledge that I am a member of the newly formed uh, Richmond Hill Age-Friendly Community. Uh, it's a two-year term for myself, but uh, and it's something that I have been asking you for for seems like a long time. Uh, and I've been one who, like, don't use the word senior, use the word older adult. I reviewed the form from the city, and you have done that. So thank you. Uh, this uh, age-friendly community initiative, it uh, comes from the World Health Organization. The goal is to ensure that older adults lead healthy and active lives, stay involved in their communities. So uh, you really have been spearheading this and, and engaging other city staff. So can you tell us where the city of Richmond Hill is with this initiative? 
And would you regard Richmond Hill as currently age-friendly or a good place for older adults to live? Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Marge. Uh, certainly, uh, everything has its uh, reason why it's being here now. And you're absolutely right. The World Health Organization identified eight different uh, factors uh, in terms of promoting active, healthy living. I would dare to say for all ages, not just for uh, uh, seniors and older adults. Uh, so in fact, in the month of June, which uh, in Ontario is a seniors month, uh, back on 2019, on June 25th, I actually uh, make a motion uh, to move age-friendly community and also uh, asking staff to work on a strategy. So at the time when I was making that motion back in June 2019, the population of 65 and above, um, um, then at the time was about 14.6%. And that was based on the census of 2016. Fast forward to today, the mm -hmm. latest uh, census figure release of 2021, that 14.6% have jumped up and been jumped up to 17.2%. And uh, which meaning that uh, not only that uh, in terms of hearing about the growing of the population, but really at home, Richmond Hill. Uh, in fact, I think it's timing. And at this point in time, and uh, I would also share, although it may happen in the past, but also relating to what you just referred to earlier on, I'm very excited as somebody who has been uh, using your term, spearheading, uh, believing that the city um, need to get ourselves ready to promote active, healthy living for seniors uh, to become an age-friendly community. The first meeting of age-friendly community council uh, will be on Friday, January 27th. And in fact, additional meetings will be uh, also scheduled. And it from 2019, um, the city uh, also, um, along with um, certainly our staff and retain um, expertise uh, from the uh, uh, consultant world to actually collect information from residents. There have been survey, there have been focus group uh, back in 2021, because I always believe, and that's one of the things behind why I'm making the motion, it's not for uh, uh, people sitting behind a desk in the office uh, to design or plan for programs for our older adults at the best to engage them. That's why the community consultation is the first part. And now we have the benefit of knowing uh, the thoughts of the ideas of based on our community engagement and really forming this uh, council, I would just call it in short, AFC council. And then we have um, the members of the public who are uh, in that particular category, older adults slash seniors to work with us staff, to uh, city staff, to plan for what we are the programs and services that truly meet their needs. Now, I have to say, this is not and a council specifically under the Richmond Hill Council. And uh, in fact, I believe that uh, myself was uh, there because uh, uh, I was part of the AFC Council because I, I have a strong interest. And of course, uh, uh, members of council are welcome to join, but it's not a council committee or council per se. So um, I'm very much looking forward to learning together, hearing and listening to members, um, of the uh, AFC Council. Now, one of the things is that recognizing 
uh, which one is a very diverse community. Mm-hmm. And I've been uh, uh, really working with staff and they, they have been gritting, uh, uh, doing great jobs in engaging uh, different diverse community groups. Uh, I also understand like the um, service organizations such as charts who serve in seniors who speak different languages from different backgrounds also be engaged. And as I understand it, uh, their membership itself uh, would actually uh, people from different ethno-cultural backgrounds, which is mm-hmm. important yeah. um, because the, the important thing is recognizing the diversity. Now, at the local level, um, when I uh, was representing Watch 6 of Richmond Hill, uh, I have uh, promoted and uh, actually have the first, um, I believe, the uh, outdoor exercise equipment that put in one of the parks, uh, David Hamilton Park, because I have heard from a number of people, uh, seniors and other adults who say they like to have an opportunity to exercise all the times. And talk about all the times, uh, Canada, we do have winter. So that's why I also have been championed for having uh, the indoor uh, walking, running tracks. And that's actually right in the building next to uh, the park. And it's the city's first indoor uh, walking and uh, and jogging trails. Uh, and this is arising from, I heard from good number of seniors that say to me, Oh, counselor, in the summertime, the weather is good. We can walk on the park and, and the trail. But in the winter times, we don't really have a good place to walk. Now, I do understand there's something called more walk, that kind of thing. But this is in public facilities and closer to people's home. So, um, and, and that fits into the WHO uh, kind of thinking about our physical environment. We need to have outdoor spaces and buildings. Uh, and now I'm also a York uh, uh, Regional um, Council member, I like to see uh, in terms of transportation, particular mass transit, like buses, is there something could also help uh, promote increased usage of um, the public transit for seniors, like the uh, 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 on-demand service, uh, as well as perhaps uh, some other things to promote uh, high usage uh, for independent living seniors to use it the uh, transportation and housing, that's another issue. Mm-hmm. In terms of the social environment, I think that we're still in COVID. I think that's one of the things that uh, I honestly believe is to promote active and social participation and interaction of our seniors because um, seniors or older adults, um, they have had very, uh, how I say, considerable uh, either work experience, or uh, specialization in whatever they've been doing in uh, early years. And we should really treat our um, all older adults with respect and include them in doing any other community work and give the opportunity for seniors, uh, older adults to uh, volunteer their expertise, uh, specialization to all forms of life. Yeah. And last yeah. but not least mm-hmm. is the Kawali community support and ensuring uh, the uh, all those mental health physical health uh, facilities are there. Yeah, uh, thank you for saying that. I really will be pushing that we do regard older adults as a resource, that they have wisdom. They're not just a deficit that we need to address all their needs from. So it, there's, it's um, I, I will be vocal about that and you have addressed that. So thank you for that. And thank you for acknowledging that uh, you know, Richmond Hill is a really diverse community 
and not just diverse by having one other uh, ethnic cultural group. We have a lot of ethnic cultural groups. Again, I, I see that as a real asset uh, for us. So there's quite a, uh, quite a lot we can do. Have, has there been a tally, uh, sort of an inventory done of what as, uh, assets, what things we the community has already? Well, um, I um, at this point in time, I understand uh, uh, working uh, with staff, uh, preparing for that January 27th meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, there actually would be discussion, as I understand it, in the first meeting mm -hmm. to further explore. Uh, inventory, what we have been doing is one thing. Uh, in fact, I should... Uh, I'll be remiss if I don't mention. In fact, in the former town of Richmond Hill, there was an older adult strategy developed back in 2011. As well, uh, now that I'm at the York Regional Council, um, that York Region is also going to have, um, um, I think is focused on the healthy aging aspect because mm -hmm. in York Region also have the responsibility of community and public health. So, um, which is one uh, key component. In fact, um, it's not at the Richmond level, but we're part of the York region, and York region actually does run uh, 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 long-term care. Now, uh, this is a kind of continuum. We want mm -hmm. to promote active, healthy living, but we also have to prepare that for all different continuum of uh, mm -hmm. readiness in terms of physical health, mental health, and so on. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward uh, uh, to it. Uh, there will be uh, discussions, as I mentioned, uh, at the first meeting, and uh, there will be uh, something that, uh, as I understand it, the uh, second meeting would be also scheduled within about uh, two to three months, mm -hmm. so that uh, uh, things that we will gain, insights we hear from participants would not be uh, gathering dust, so to speak. Uh, because if you sit for too long, sometimes, you know, other things happen. Um, and at this point in time, uh, yes, uh, the staff have already um, uh, compiled, like this is the kind of program we have been offering. Uh, there are particular ones that program services uh, cater towards uh, older adults. And in fact, uh, we do have a senior center in the city of Richmond Hill. Uh, actually, the McCormick Senior Center would be the venue for the very mm -hmm. first yeah. AFC Council meeting. So it's not that we are really coming from the scratch. Uh, we do have a base and foundation to build on. And the one comment I just want to um, uh, echo what you just said is about the very diverse uh, population demographics. The latest release uh, figure from Census uh, 2021 actually shows that 66% uh, of uh, Richmond's population as of then uh, uh, of uh, what's called uh, visible minorities. Mm -hmm. And uh, as well, uh, there are also a very variety of uh, different cultural background. And, and I think this is not just for Richmond Hill. I think that would be something that um, not to do this uh, same old, same old, but we should be open and open up for maybe um, uh, new things and ways of doing things. Now, one thing I should mention, Richmond Hill is not doing this in isolation. Uh, in fact, uh, in the city of Markham, in the city of Vaughan, uh, they also have brought in this age-friendly community initiative. And across Ontario, uh, there is uh, 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 that particular well, ministry in Ontario, 
um, that Minister of Seniors with whom I spoke to uh, two days ago, mm -hmm. uh, and he was just mentioning to me, uh, there would be a provincial funding also for, uh, may not necessarily for municipalities, but for any other community organizations mm. that would be also uh, doing things to promote active healthy active living. living. Okay. And in, yeah, so I think there's a lots of good things we can do together and mm -hmm. we're not in isolation just in Richmond Hill, but across the board in York Region and Ontario. Yeah, that, uh, your comment about the funding for provincial, from the provincial government, uh, leads me to the question I was going to have, like, are you telling up what other, not just cities uh, staff does, but organizations? I'm going to think of my own uh, Richmond Hill Speaker Series, which is a Thursday morning. So, of course, it's aimed mo mostly at the older adults. So um, I'm hoping that uh, you know, we, we really think and focus. I believe that uh, our, me our mental, our enrichment we need to keep thinking and stretching our brains as well as our muscles so um i'm going to follow up with you with it, seeing about uh, support for the provincial government for such programs because i believe that we really do need that that uh people have stepped up it's not just this we shouldn't just be relying on the city to provide all of our needs okay you're absolutely right i mean um the key word i would say collaboration and partnership uh, not only if the local governments, whether it's in the city level, at the regional level, but also uh, with the community services organizations who are actually serving our older adults and seniors. And to that end, maybe there's another time we can talk about it. I actually had the honor of being appointed as the co-chair of the York Region Human Services Planning Board. Perhaps mm -hmm. we can come back to talk about it yeah. uh, in the future. Yeah. But collaboration and partnership is yeah. very important. Very important. Nobody yes. should be... Uh, or no, uh, no particular public body or commissioner agencies to work alone. Uh, we are in a very interactive world. And, and that's one of the things that we promote for yep. uh, older adults to uh, be interactive in many respects. As yes. you said, keep the muscles, keep the brains working yep. in a healthy way. Yes. And you said that you're looking at organizations that serve older adults. I believe many of those older uh, organizations are actually run by older adults and it's they're self-serving in that respect. So yeah, lots of good things happening. We'll keep uh, a tune. I will make sure that people know what is happening. How can people who, you know, there's 24 of us on this committee, how can someone else who's interested in what's happening, uh, are there mechanisms in place that uh, they can reach out to certain people or will information be going out to them? Yeah, it's a good question because, uh, as you uh, you just mentioned, uh, I still run into uh, people who say, oh, I wish I knew I would apply to mm -hmm. become a member. I think in the beginning you did mention about uh, the members at this time for the age friendly community council was appointed for a two-year term. So there will be opportunity uh, in a couple of years uh, once the ball get rolling. There are opportunities uh, either other people would uh, apply and be considered or existing members who apply to be reappointed. But in the meantime, I for one, and uh, if the time comes to uh, have also uh, one person's or one committee member's uh, input, I would suggest that we are also reaching out, maybe having a some kind of uh, subcommittee or committee uh, within the AFC Council and maybe on select topic. Now, don't forget also there are the um, interconnecting um, uh, issues such as transportation. 
uh, such a, a geographic locale, uh, closer to Major Mackenzie Highway 7, one thing, closer to uh, King Road in the north of Wilmington, that's another thing, or uh, west uh, towards the uh, Barfers and east towards uh, 404. So uh, even as uh, not as big uh, in the city of Richmond Hill, they are geographical, we have to keep in mind. Um, although our senior center is very much um, right in the center of Young and Major Mac. Uh, however, uh, I'm also thinking about making them, that's only my personal opinion at this point in time. We do have the city assisting community centers, but basically are uh, located in the different geographical area I just mentioned. The mm-hmm. Elgin West, yep. uh, closer to the northwest corner along Barfus, and we do have Oak Ridges Community Center, which is more uh, 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 on Bayview in the Oak Ridges area, and then, of course, the other community centers. So how we are going to really geographically uh, in a uh, more distributed way in terms of programs and services, and also in some way could be accustomed to the particular socio-demographics of different areas. Right. I, I think personally, I think that's something that we should consider. It's not, the point I'm trying to get is, it's not a one size or one type of program necessary for all parts of yeah. Richmond Hill. Yeah. It could be customized. Yeah, yeah, so definitely there's 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 a lot of work to do. Okay, we've talked about that for a while. Probably could have talked about it for longer, but uh, Let's I just one thing before we wrap up. I want to talk about your New Year's levy. You've had it what seems like forever. I've been many, many times and really enjoy it. But what is a New Year's levy? I don't think everybody knows. Well, um, actually, um, I, I, I don't pretend that 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 uh, something that New Year levy is started from uh, uh, Richmond Hill or uh, uh, by me. Uh, in fact, the way I understand it is New Year levy uh, is in a uh, uh, long time ago. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's king or queen, but at least in Canada, Governor General, Lieutenant Governor, representing the royal family or the queen, well, the king now, uh, would mm-hmm. have the New Year uh, levy uh, so that uh, would meet with a commoner, if I may use that term. Well, of course, we everybody's common and at the same <laughs> level of interaction, but it's also an opportunity in the beginning of the year. As I understand it, uh, public officials meet with um, uh, uh, residents, to hear what uh, uh, they have uh, new ideas, wishes for the year to come. Uh, as for myself, I started, uh, you know, uh, as a local councillor. I've been on the Richmond Council for 16 years. And years ago, I started in the beginning of the year. Let's share with the uh, local residents what are the upcoming major, major initiative in the city. So in the past, I would take on the opportunity to meet and greet uh, people uh, at the New Year levy, but I also share, for example, the Richmond Hill Center, Center Secondary Plan uh, in terms of development, in terms of budget, uh, when you pay your taxes uh, within a dollar, how much go where, mm-hmm. and also engaging uh, input. Now, the one is that uh, now maybe uh, it's a moot point. I still remember before uh, council, the previous council uh, changed uh, the, I guess, the status from a town to a city. I remember I would put up my bulletin board for people coming to new, at the New Year's levy. If you think that Richmond should remain calling a town, put this dot on the right-hand column. If you believe it should be called a city, 
and use a different color dot and put into the left-hand column. And it, I know it's some scientific kind of coding, but it's a, something I wanted yep. to be more interactive yep. and it's informative. And in fact, for this upcoming um, 2023, and it's a, really the first time in person mm -hmm. um, that a new, a new Year's Levy. The last time I did it was January 26, 2020, the mm -hmm. day after the first reported case of COVID in Canada. So mm -hmm. I'm happy to share uh, for people uh, who would uh, be able to join us on Sunday, uh, January 29th, uh, from 2.34, uh, we will have actually York Regional Police uh, Superintendent and Inspector, uh, I confirmed just today, they will be coming and also bring greetings, not only from York Regional Police, but they will be setting up a booth uh, with community uh, liaison officer who can do it in an interactive way uh, to answer people's questions about uh, ways and tips to really um, prevent any kind of property losses and mm. also promote uh, community safety. In fact, um, that um, because we're still in COVID, so yep. I'm very mindful uh, about that. So, uh, but we would have other um, uh, tables, uh, including the uh, Winter Carnival yep. uh, that would be promoting Winter Carnival, which is first weekend of February. And also with a uh, talking about age-friendly community serving the seniors or adults, there will be a community-based organization serving older adults and being there. And also because it's very well, uh, Lunar New Year was act actually uh, already here. The first day was January twenty-second. Uh, there will be uh, a master of calligraphy would be writing uh, Chinese character for those people uh, uh, who would like to have. Uh, either, you know, uh, all these good wishes for the Lunar New Year uh, mm -hmm. would be able to uh, get uh, the um, this kind of good luck uh, kind of calligraphy written in Chinese character. So all in all, oh, I should mention, I get confirmation, a, uh, a number of people who have been into a number of events uh, celebrating Lunar New Year would have seen line dances. Yeah. But uh, I have the uh, fortune to have this a typical line dance actually uh, to be provided by a family of four and with mm. young children performing probably line dances you haven't seen before. Oh, so okay. it, 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 it's not going to make all those uh, noises that people used to be have to cover the ears, but this would be a really family oriented, uh, fun, provoking uh, young line dance. Okay, very good. And I know because I know a friend's uh, going to be uh, doing some dancing too. So you'll have other forms of entertainment as well, correct? Uh, well, you know, um, as I said, I was, I'm mindful because it's still COVID. Yeah. So um, the whole idea this time in 2023, the first in-person uh, New Year levy, uh, and, and not as many yeah. um, performances as in the past. I mean, already... Uh, the live dance is, you know, something in movement, uh, but also would have um, um, a, uh, a dance performed by the uh, uh, a, a small South Indian uh, kind of cultural dances. Mm -hmm. And I do understand the uh, Ukrainian community uh, might, might, might want to uh, put a performance, but um, in terms of the number of uh, cultural performances, it yeah. won't be as many as what yes. in the past because mindful about yeah. the uh, uh, the uh, situation we're still under COVID 
and we need all the spaces. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not yeah. as much, you know, uh, open dances and singing as what we did in the past. Okay, but it's still it's still a good time to meet yeah. and greet your your uh, 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 deputy mayor, regional uh, councillor, Godwin Chan, as well as say hello to our York Regional Police, specifically hearing from them firsthand. Yeah, very good. Questions you have on community safety and things of that nature. Very good. No, it's always been a worthwhile event. Always met some great people there. So excellent. So that's something to look forward to. But this is the Year of the Rabbit. Can you just say quickly, what does the Year of the Rabbit bring forth to us? Well, I, I think most people, including myself, we think of rabbit as uh, 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 really, really uh, productive and as well as uh, uh, they're quick. <laughs> there will be uh, certain hopping around. I think that it helped to symbolize that, help to uh, bring back uh, hopping towards the uh, what the uh, things that in the past to help uh, revitalize, rejuvenate our economy and talk about uh, being productive. I can share uh, uh, this because I know I have a family of rabbits who would never pay rent and never check with me in the first place and just help themselves and, and, and build their family at the backyard of my home. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I think it symbolized that uh, really active, healthy, and productive year ahead of us. Okay, I like that. Okay. I do like to end all the podcasts with the guest response to the question, name one thing you really like about our community. Just one thing. You know, all these trails we have in Richmond Hill, yeah. Um some of these are not that far away from the subdivisions where people uh, live. I'll give you one example I'm most familiar with. And it's actually the Beaverwood Trail, which is not far away from where people live, in between Leslie and Bayview and south of 16. And um, I I was I feel astonished when I first walked in many years ago. And I'm still telling people, some people in the neighborhood still don't know, whoa, Wow, we have yeah. such a treasure uh, uh, trail. Um, it's not hidden, but it's just not as well known. But of course, mm-hmm. in many parts of Richmond Hill, uh, we do have beautiful parks, open spaces. Not to mention one of my favorite is uh, David Dunham Observatory. And <laughs> the city actually, that, yes. yeah, the city actually has um, have uh, spent money and have a uh, nicely done. Uh, 2.25 kilom- kilometers trail where you really to the best you could within increasingly urbanized living in Richmond Hill have that sense you are in the nature again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we were very fortunate. So thank you for that. Okay, I'm going to add your contact information. I think I'll even add a, a link to that Beaver Rock, Beaverbrook uh, Trail so people can go check that out. Age-friendly community, including the World Health Organizations, talk about that. Something we really need to be paying attention to. You know, even if you're only in your 40s now, you're listening to this, you will be an older adult. So um, we we need to pay attention to this. So again, thank you, Godwin, for taking the time to do this podcast. Looking forward to seeing you around town. You're most welcome. And uh May you have, uh, you know, really wonderful time uh, in the year rabbit. Stay mm-hmm. active, stay healthy, and always productive like those bunnies. Okay. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. 
Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marge, M-A-R-J, at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected. <laughs>